A very good afternoon. It's 14 minutes past 1 p.m. Welcome to your favorite talk show with your favorite ladies. And who, who do you think you are there just walking into the studio like that? Who do, who do you think you are? Walking, walk, just walking into the studio with your braids that are nice. Ooh, is there anything in there for me? Ooh, child, I like that. I like the sound of that. So, Kelly's here. As I was saying, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. In the studio with me, Tara. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. And we have a special guest. Before I introduce her, if you have been listening to The Dish, then you know that we are on a search for the next lady of the dish this search started in february where we open it up for um interested participants who are biologically female uh, to send in videos saying that they're interested in not only that talking about a topic to the best of their knowledge giving us information about themselves and after that you know we went through a lot of those videos entries all of them by the way and we're able to shortlist to six candidates and um, we had announced last week that from this week, the 4th of April, we would be having those candidates as co-hosts, guests co-hosts um, on the show individually so that they could be a part of an episode of The Dish in order for you to listen in, to get a feel of it, to hear how they sound, um, hear how they flow with the rest of the ladies and to figure out if they are the best fit for the dish and this is what we're going to be doing for the next six working days it's gonna we're gonna wrap this up on the 11th and from the 12th to the 13th voting begins and i had mentioned that you could vote on our different platforms on instagram twitter the phone lines and on whatsapp so on instagram on the 12th itself there will be a post that we will put up on our instagram page tagged vote for the next lady of the dish what you should do is to like the post and drop the name of your favorite candidates in the comment section and on twitter we would have a poll that is pinned to our twitter page and you can click of course the name of your favorite candidate and the phone lines and on whatsapp you can vote only between 1 to 3 p.m that is when the dish is on that is on the 12th and on the 13th. So what you could do is to call us up and mention the name of your favorite lady, of course, out of the list of candidates or on WhatsApp during, of course, the hours of 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. The reason why we're saying during the hours, because you know that on Lagos Talks, we have a variety of shows. We want to ensure that your voting is counted. We want to ensure that it is uh, put into account and we don't miss out on it because if you decide to vote maybe in the night, me, I'll be at home at night. So I'll, I probably will not be able to see that particular vote. So we want to ensure that with, within the hour of the dish, that is 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on the 12th and on the 13th, you send a message on WhatsApp to 0809-234-5913. And so you could drop the name of your favorite lady or favorite candidate and then we would definitely count that. So these are the ways that you can vote. But voting does not begin until the 12th to the 13th of April. Now, that being said, we have our 
guest co-host for today. Her name is Joan. Good afternoon, Joan. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the roundtable. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. We're glad that you're here today. And we're going to give you just a little bit of time to introduce yourself. You know, we want to know more about you. We want to know what exactly we should be expecting from you if you are the la- a lady of the dish. And what difference are you going to be bringing to the mix of things if you become a lady of the dish? Okay, hi. Um, I'll be bringing good content, you know, beautiful analysis, great contributions. You know, I'll be bringing things that would definitely encourage or promote discussions on the dish. Okay. And I know that definitely. Okay, okay, okay. We're definitely looking forward to that. Um, we obviously will get into the scoop. And right after the scoop, we would move into the beauty and the fashion segment for today. And we are looking forward to hearing your different takes on the different stories and the different segments that we have today. Ola on WhatsApp is saying, if we go live, Dara can wear a face mask. She doesn't want us to see her face. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Focus. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. <laughs> Someone's already saying, wow, Joan sounds so much like Kel. Aww. I don't get it. I, 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 I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Anyways, guys, let's get into the scoop for today. Let's start off with this story. You know, one of those stories that touch. I don't know what I would have done. Ordinarily, when I was having the time of my life in the bathroom and just tiny water entered my phone, I didn't know what to do. How much did I spend on this phone? And look at what's going on. Anyways, we saw this on Twitter, which I thought it was very helpful hilarious there's a twitter user that decided to come on twitter (laughs) to bear his heart because he was very heartbroken Mm. he did say and i quote this country is going down the slope fast after waiting over two weeks for an international parcel sent by my wife since the 16th of march to arrive i get a call from nipost slash ems yesterday asking me to come pick it up on getting to nipost office here in asaba I was told that there was a discrepancy on one of my parcels and I was giving a letter handwritten by an EMS Nigeria official claiming that my parcel arrived torn and that the iPhone 13 Pro Max, which was declared by EMS America to be in the box, wasn't found in it. I don't know, even know how to process this whole thing or even where to begin pursuing this case. Attached to this thread is the letter, the receipt, declaring my phone stolen and EMS America label, label, the label on it declaring that one phone was in the box. And so in that letter, you would see... Um, I would read this handwriting to the best of my ability. <laughs> because first of all, that handwriting is very... So he said the the um, the EMS parcel with the above tra- tracking number was received from blah, 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 blah. The parcel is one of the contents of the main bag that has a problem from the origin. The parcel in question was received torn and found opened during the examination and assessment process. The EMS parcel was examined to contain only screen protector. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Only screen protector. While iPhone declared was not seen. And a few other things that they wrote. Um, So, 
<laughs> first of all, he his wife sent him this through Nipost, right? And um, they told him, come get your parcel. By the time he got there, they were like, oops, one of it was open. It was torn already. And it's just a screen protector that is inside. You can't find the iPhone. Yeah, guys, what are your thoughts about this? Because <laughs> ordinarily, when you ha- have a phone, you know you know how much you've spent on the phone. Mm-hmm. When it gets cracked or damaged, you just already know how your heart sinks because it's very expensive, especially with these brands. You know, like the iPhone or the Samsung or whatever. Just the screen itself is like half the amount of the phone, if not more than half the amount of the phone. Now, in this case where, you know, there's something... You know how you've been looking forward to a parcel coming? You order something online and you've been waiting and waiting and they finally tell you, oh, your order is here. It's time for you to come and make it up. And then you go there and they say, well, sorry. And they give you a letter that's handwritten in a very, very confusing <laughs> handwriting. What yes. are your thoughts? I don't know how people are still comfortably sending stuff through night post. I don't like, I don't get it because these people have been known to tamper with people's packages for a long time. And even in, in, in that thread, in that particular post on Twitter, somebody was like that. Their uncle works with night post and he always brings home gifts (laughs) like iPhones, you know, watches, stuff. And they keep telling him that guy, this thing that you're doing. It's 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 it's, it's illegal, <laughs> and he says everybody does it in the office. Oh. So it's, it's so it's like the order of the day for them. Because he say he brings some gifts that they know he, he they know he can't afford, afford he gifts can't that are way more than his salary. <laughs> and they and they've been telling him that guy one day they go catch you, but he says everybody does it in the office. So who catch them? Who's exactly, catching who is catching who? So I don't know how people still comfortably send stuff through Nipos too. Because to be honest, I have not heard good things about people's packages that have come through there. Like it's either they open up, they open it up to see what's inside. So if if it's something that they, they don't really like, they just leave it alone. So you just say like, your package is torn. Or they open it up, take what they like and tell you, ah, this is how it came. Nah, bro. Well, at least they sent him the, the case and they sent him a note to say like, oh, your item is missing. Imagine if they had said they didn't receive it at, at all. all. So that's possible. I think it's better if they had said I'm they didn't receive it at like, all. My first, like my first thought when I saw that thing was post, Like... Who uses Nipos? <laughs> like, what happened to all the other services like DHL and Co? Like, Nipos. You know, really? that comes with Nipos. Do you have to, do you pay? Like, is it how much do, do you pay? I, I don't do know. I'm sure do you, you definitely know? pay. But I'm sure you would pay. Yeah, but sure I don't know pay. how much, but I'm sure Maybe you would it'll be pay. like slightly cheaper than these other ones. It probably will be. Yeah. Are you sure it's slightly or way cheaper for you to be comfortable <laughs> using Nipos? I mean, you know, but, buy Nigerian and support Nigeria. But, <laughs> but I, I want to ask, though. <laughs> yeah. Who is going to take responsibility for the loss? Uh-huh. Like the question. information they are giving and all the things, they, what he's being told. Yeah. At the end of the day, who is going to take responsibility for the loss? Because most of these packages that have been sent, they definitely have tracking numbers. Very and all true. That. And if EMS says, we sent it. Mm. So who is going to take responsibility? Definitely is nine post and therefore they have to fish who who so, took it or so the loss out. The, th- the, the question is, have, have people ever successfully uh, um, sued nine post? Have they successfully sued Nipos or, you know, do, do you already feel defeated when you think, oh, my goodness, would, would anything come out of the court process in the first place? It, you know, because if 
they still do this comfortably at night post where you know that girls uncle says everyone does it mm-hmm. if someone had ever successfully sued them don't you think that they probably might have been more careful or it might have served as a little bit of a deterrent i guess nobody them. has you know um been held accountable for this so that's why they're still freely doing it I mean, uh, I just saw a tweet that says that Nypost has issued an irregularity report to USPS. And it's like, what does USPS have to do with this? Like, the package was intact when it came to Nigeria. So, like, what are mm. you guys saying? And they always just do this to just be like, oh, yeah, they didn't keep quiet. They said something. But I just feel like at the end of the day, nothing ever happens and nobody's actually held accountable. If, That's Nigeria. If the owner of the phone pushes. <laughs> yeah. I think he should definitely push because someone has to bear the brunt for exactly. this because the cost of the phone alone I'm telling you we have to weigh that before we start talking of the lawsuit or whatever Pro this, max. this Abby, is a lot is that max even <laughs> if 13 itself <laughs> <laughs> and that's almost like a million anyone who is painful but you know what I want to hear if anyone is listening I want to know have you you know sent or received any parcel through Nypost and did you experience the same thing? Was your package torn, but you still had the content? Or was it torn and the content was missing? What are your thoughts? Please feel free to join the conversation. 0809-234-5913. Lagos Talks, good afternoon. What's your name? Hello, good afternoon. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Who's speaking? My, my name is Val. Hi, Val. Good afternoon. Um, Joan, you are welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, first of all, first of all, I like your voice. I wish you all um, Just go do your best and let's see what the others will bring to the table. Okay. Auntie, Auntie Anne, I greet you. Auntie Dara and uh, Mommy Fi, I greet you. Send <laughs> <laughs> right. so Mommy yeah. That you're talking about in early 2000 my one of my uncles <laughs> asked me to send my credentials and order to him i sent it to him he asked me how to send i told him i sent it to my post my uncle's just as in he called my first name by stressing it and asked me if i was a graduate <laughs> he said how oh, would you send the battle to Naples? Well, that Naples <laughs> still exist as i'm speaking to you now those documents have not got into his face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They have been tampering. They have, oh, been, wow. they are fond of tampering. They have been tampering with things and all that. And I don't think anybody has uh, brought about any suit against them and all that. If somebody sent such a package, you know, they, 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 they focus on integrity. Most of them pass for delivery services from abroad. So whatever they are doing, they send tracking numbers and all that for you to follow up. Um, whatever is coming and all that, mm-hmm. we, we are fond of tampering. And it is, and since somebody has already said that his uncle is fond of bringing gift items and all those things, it shows you that we are complicit. You know, so I think it should take it up. Such a person should take it up with mm-hmm. um, with the agency, with the unit itself that brought that person. And in no time, it will get to the to where it was sent from. Somebody was some, somebody was bare the bronze. I'm telling you. I wish you guys a wonderful week ahead. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Um, if you want to send a WhatsApp message, send it to 0809-234-5913. Uh, this is coming from what you didn't say. This is not funny. How did such expensive item get missing in transit? This is not good for the image of the country. Nipo slash EMS do better. 
Uh, this is coming from non-sourcing. I don't feel comfortable using EMS. Once they look through the item listing and it entices them, the rest is history. <laughs> EMS isn't even cheap to begin with. Last year, I received an item through EMS and I received an SMS to come with the sum of 23,000 Naira and my identity card to claim my item. Hmm. This is coming from Dan Ladi saying, Good afternoon, pretty ladies. I only use Nipos to send Suya Pepe to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Suya Pepe to Paris. <laughs> Next is wow. coming from Zigrid. is saying, my friend uses Nipos to deliver his product to his clients around the world, especially places where some of these countries, um, this new courier companies can't reach. They are cheaper than most of these new courier companies, but they can take months to make this yeah. delivery because they do bulk deliveries to individual places. They'll probably wait till other people are trying to deliver to that mm. same place. Wow. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Zara eight zero nine two three four five nine one three. Zara eight zero nine two 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 zero nine one three. Zara one five one five zero nine one three. Zara one five one five one nine one three. Chances are that you know when things like this happen, the person might not sue because you know you need to take into account legal fees. And, mm. you know, we could assume that if they could afford that amount in legal fees, they probably would have just paid for, like, another courier service as opposed to just Plus leaving the it to, stress the, of it to the fate of an iPost. Yeah. You so just, just, like, mm. you just be like, is it okay. worth it? By the time you're done, it's probably more expensive than the cost of the item itself that you've misplaced or that they stole or whatever. Someone needs to actually make the sacrifice because if this is ongoing, something that always often happens, yeah. then how is it going to get stopped if they do it? And get away with it. Mm. That's the reason you're just always coming home bearing gifts. <laughs> <laughs> you get a phone and you get a phone and you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, Chinedu's birthday is coming up. Okay, mm. wait, let me go to work and see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take this leg of stocks. Good afternoon. What's your name? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your, your name? All right, let's hear you. Good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you, I've never sent anything through Naples, right? Hmm. But I think that thing is, we are fond of the such thing. It's either to blame the government. I was at the port one day like this. All these guys that are talking at the port, you need to see how they are hailing their self. <laughs> you know, yes, I'm just bragging about what they stole from people's cars. Uh, um, uh, wow. So, yeah, um, so I'm not surprised though. You know what? Thank you. Thank you so much for, for, for reminding us of that, especially people that, you know, engage in car businesses or decide to buy a car abroad. Mm. A lot of times what I've seen, you know, some of my friends who happen to have businesses where they're constantly shipping things. You have to have someone at the port itself mm-hmm. who will be there to protect your item until you come. Because one thing that we've seen is. They are taking, because they know that these cars come with original parts, Mm -hmm. they start with things like tires a lot of times. The tires that you get when you are going to go and clear your cars isn't the same one that they use, they shipped to Nigeria. Mm -hmm. But like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how long does it take to change a tire and and everything and screw and unscrew? It's not, it it doesn't take that long. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take. take it really doesn't take that long. <laughs> Those who are doing so do they have expert. the tires there, just waiting uh-uh. to exchange it? Of course now. Of course, if you know that this is this is your business, you you you'll be ready. Okay, shipment is coming in. Yeah, yeah, it's an SUV. Okay, I have SUV tires. Just bring random SUV tires. Have your guys ready. Sharply, because you know how much that is. 
Remember, <laughs> remember this, um, this guy, um, Speedy Darlington. Anyways, when he was complaining, when he shipped uh, parts into Nigeria to fix his car, did you ever, did you ever watch no, the set of no, videos? Oh, no, he was so pained. Oh, he posted a set of videos and I could feel his, his pain. pain. <laughs> like he, he actually shipped in original parts to work on his car and they cleared everything. Oh, that's it was terrible. so painful. <laughs> like you could hear... The pain in his voice. You know how expensive, first of all, the As in, the guy was and like, then the shipping, rate. the and work, then the ah, that he, that he, he actually worked hard <laughs> for this money. He worked sick. hard for it. <laughs> and he, he, he made sure that he got all these parts because he knows that it's not going to be easy getting them here. And he wanted to just do this thing himself. I know he was pained. I, I, I actually did feel his pain. It's, it's terrible. Mm. You know, there are people who also, when they're shipping cars... To Nigeria because they don't want to pay the cost of excess luggage. You probably put certain things in their trunk, mm. certain things here, and these people know it. So when they get, when it lands, when that container, quote unquote, lands, it's like you're going, you're scavenging through the different parts of the cars because you know people are keeping certain things inside there. Mm-hmm. It is as there's a cartel on its own in that place, and that's why people have to stop paying some guys who work in the port saying to mm. them you know this is yeah please just make sure you take care of my it's coming at it's such coming. and such time yeah. or when it comes just be the one to track it to follow it if not <laughs> if you're expanding it's quite sad that this is the order of things mm-hmm. like it's like normal mm-hmm. yeah. it now looks like it's the official process get a guy in the port so that pay the person can extra. keep tracking your stuff for him pay him extra money yeah. so that he can protect your stuff for you it's sad it's very disappointing um, anyways, please feel free to join the conversation. 08092340913. You can send a WhatsApp message to 08092340913. Um. Wow. Obi, the only thing I can read from this your message is Joan, <laughs> welcome, because the rest is very violent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Nonso is saying I buy stuff on eBay and AliExpress all the time, and yes, Nipos delivers most of the time. I had instances where the item didn't get to me at all, but I got a refund from the site I, that I bought the item from. They work fine for me, but mm. sometimes very slow. Now, the question is not, so could it be, what, what is the cost of the items that you buy from? Yeah, like, what, what, are you, what, are you, what exactly are you buying? Exactly. <laughs> Give us examples of the stuff of those, you buy. Um, like AliExpress, I think it's mostly through Nipos. They yeah, they, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they get their delivery. Mostly. I know, um, I know someone, one of my friends who gets her delivery via that and she'd be like, she always takes her mind off it because she knows it's not getting to her in the next one to exactly. two months. <laughs> and because it's clothing item, I feel like it's much safer than you sending gadgets yeah. because yeah. it's clothing like, um, like what really can you make of the clothing? Yes, yeah, sometimes they might look at it and they say, <laughs> let me give it to my sister. But how many you know clothes do you want to keep taking from yeah. them? But if you're getting a gadget through that service, the mm, value is higher. It's much higher. Uh, this is coming from a listener saying, Good afternoon, ladies. My mom received a package from my brother in the US through Nipos last month. She was asked to pay 127,000 naira initially until we contested that fee. She later paid 60,000 naira before the package was released to her. Oh, 
this is a package that all fees had already been paid from the U.S. So, so he sent it from the U.S. And you know, that, that's another area where they say you need to pay duties on that particular yeah because there are times where you use these courier companies you don't you might not have to pay the duties on that because they sort they sort it out but there are times where they, it will come with oh for you to receive this package you need to pay a certain amount of money i'm so, wondering are they are, do they issue receipts for this payment that's a very good question <laughs> that's a very very good question you keep on collecting monies without remitting is there any form of remittances <laughs> are there receipts given I, or I we just pay and doubt. walk away or even if the receipts are given, you know how many so people you can know what you are paying for receipts. Mm-hmm. Can't you go to your printer and say, please yeah, make this just receipt? Yeah. Exactly, but it's not an official thing. It's not official. You know, so you know at least what you are paying for, exactly. or why you are paying for, why you are paying such amount for that. Wow. The receipt will state it there, and then you would know that is why I'm being charged extra. You know, and you just see it. It just it, it just shows how difficult it is being a business owner. Because mm. on one hand, if you could produce in Nigeria, mm. if there was an enabling environment where you could easily get the 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 materials and you have like maybe the electricity or the yeah. factory, yeah. a lot of people will probably buy into that because mm-hmm. it's cheaper. Of course. Now we have to do this abroad where we are importing things and you're still making it more difficult for you to be able to import for you to be able to clear your goods so that you can carry on with your business it's like which one is it you can't run the business here because it's not an enabling enabling environment you cannot produce a lot of things here and then when you decide that you want to import so that at least you can produce here maybe importing the materials yeah. is still an issue it's 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 very difficult lagos talks hello good afternoon hi good afternoon who's speaking i'm taking care good afternoon um, um where are you <laughs> and Joan. Uh, Hi. Uh, Hi. Uh, okay. Yeah, my name is Aladdin. All right, welcome. Let's hear you quickly. Okay. Um. Well, the first people, what they do, they will give you receipts. Like any any time sending um that this lady and she has a restaurant over there, so she normally I normally sometimes get for half and get and send it. So what they do sometimes is. You they, you feel they will tell your money is for instance twenty eight thousand when you receive the license. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, okay. You don't have any explanation for the money three thousand. Yeah, it's so for transporting the receipts. Anyway, for those other people helping us to collect, I think most some of them they have the spare parts in in order to collect or always they always have a way of moving your chest. Your car Jack. will never come complete. They will either move Jack, Jack Spana. Spana. Mm-hmm. They are acting like they have businesses over things. Maybe they are supplying their feet for where they are. I don't know. And, and it's quite unfortunate because now some of us are taking those things as normal. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. You want to go to court or you want to go to where to find out, okay, your car came in and then there's no Jack. What don't you do? Because they will all deny it. You understand? So sometimes what we do is we tell somebody, if I to do a video for me, you understand? They do a video of what they are sending to you. If you still come here, it will not be complete. Mm. That's Amen. No. All right, let's quickly move on to another topic that is trending. If you get on the trending poll on like Twitter, you'd see things like NIMC, you see things like SIM cards, and the list goes on and on. The federal government has come up with an update coming from the registration or the linking of your national identity number with your SIM cards. And we know that the registration deadline has been moved several times. I think it's been moved for up to a year 
right? Because it started in mm. 2020, I believe. Yeah. And then they moved it all throughout 2021 and still in 2022, mm. you know, they're still having that conversation. Now, and the federal government is coming out to order telecommunications companies that they should from now on henceforth, that is from the 4th of April, bar all outgoing calls to unlinked lines beginning today. And so if you have not yet linked to your NIN with your SIM card, there's a possibility that you're trying to call and it's like, I don't know what the message is saying in return or if you're saying it's engaged, but just in case, it's not a network problem, is that they've barred you from actually calling out is what the Nigerian Com- Com- um, Communications Commission is saying. Like I mentioned, they had said that they had moved deadlines several times. Um, uh, there was a statement that was signed by Kayode Adegoke, who's the head of corporate communications of the National Identity Management Commission, that is the NIMC. Um, and this is what they had to say. It would be recalled that the president gave the directive for the implementation and commencement of the exercise in December 2020 as part of the administration, security and social policies. The deadlines for the NIN SIM linkage has been extended on multiple occasions to allow Nigerians to freely comply with the policy. The federal government also took into consideration the passionate appeals by several bodies, Association of Licensed Telecoms Operators of Nigeria, civil societies, professional bodies and a host of others for the extension of the deadlines in the past. Accordingly, Mr. President graciously approved the many requests to extend deadlines for the NIN SIM linkage. At this point, however, government has determined that NIN SIM policy implementation can proceed. As machinery has already been put in place to ensure compliance by citizens and legal residents, the implementation impacts on government strategic planning, particularly in the areas of security and socioeconomic projections, is what they are saying. And so from today, your calls probably might not go because they have barred you if you have not linked your NIN with your SIM. Ladies, what are your thoughts about this? Also, putting into consideration the so many shifts that came with the deadline. Of course, they would have to be putting shifts, shifts, shifts because their network is crappy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I told you how long it took for me to to get mine sorted, and then even then, I had to have somebody in Abuja print for me. Because they didn't have quote unquote paper in Lagos, wow. then I had to now find somebody who was going to Abuja and coming back to Lagos to actually bring me the slips. It's ridiculous. Somebody else too, who um, the last time he was in Nigeria, uh, registered for the NIN. When he came to Nigeria, he wanted to get a line, gave them the NIN, and they were like, "Oh, it's not showing up on the system." Apparently, they had months where their system just wasn't working, so they couldn't upload and you know um, oh, follow terrible. through so with the registration. Exactly. Oh man. So till he left. This thing still wasn't working because they had to just sort everything out from the main office. So it's like you who are running an incompetent sh- uh, ship. So what, what are you really doing? Why are you now feeling like, oh, <laughs> if you don't link it, why, I'm going to why buy you. Why can't it be an ongoing process? <laughs> like, why does it have to be stopped outrightly? Really? Exactly. I, I don't understand because the if force they, if they don't do that, like most people it. wouldn't actually do it. Because exactly. a lot of people are saying that they're not going actually. to do it regardless. Mm. So... 
the whole point of like it's having a deadline is that so that lots of people will just get it done. Well, it's actually actually a stressful process. Yeah. I don't think so. Actually. I didn't mind and it actually wasn't stressful to be honest. But you know yeah, how Nigeria is maybe wow. like just, my line will just go off and I'll be like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> it's it's so I'm guessing like three days. Do mine. Three days. You go the first time, so a lot of people crowd, so many people at the point and you know, mm. before you get picked, before you pick a number, you see people following those who are in charge because some people became mini gods. Yeah, they were in charge of the place, and I keep on following. So he's the one recording the names. He's the one that will be everywhere. <laughs> will be following. Where you can pay yeah, to get like it done as know. well. I think <sighs> it's like three k or so. Mm. Yeah, I actually paid to mine. So no wonder. Thank you for mentioning that. I still had to pay. When I did mine, really, without the stress, I still had to pay because everybody everywhere there are levels. To wow. these people, you know, it depends on the person's position at that at that office. Yeah. So you would know, okay, this is the link, and you meet, you would meet, you would meet. So when he gets to his own bus stop, he stops and like, okay, just chill, wait. So you're gonna wait, you're gonna hold on till when he's able to sort those out in oh. charge, and then you get you process. You get to the front. So my my question so. now is, when they talk about doing this, Nina, and talk about security, how mm. exactly is it? going to help when it comes to security because when you buy a sim card mm-hmm. from these telcos they make you register because they, they, they made everybody start doing that so yeah. they take your picture your mm-hmm. this your that so when people are being kidnapped and then these kidnappers are calling why can't they use the database of the registration of the that they have of those people with those particular lines to actually trace kidnappers the reason why is because we know that when the registration just stopped at telcos registering there are people who would go and buy sim cards buy special numbers yes. like 0004. Mm. they buy it because they know people are interested in it and they begin to sell it now those sim cards are already, already registered yeah so a lot of times mm-hmm. there are people who would register run people who register these sim cards you can't mm. necessarily track the person that is actually using the sim card to that name and that identity that is on the sim card and so that's why they're saying from now and henceforth for you to be able to register it it must be linked with your national identity number mm. to a large extent so that we'll be able to trace it if not it's going to be a free-for-all where people are using because there's several sim cards that i there was a i remember there was a sim card that i had used this was like I can't remember, and that did not even last. I, I don't know if I misplaced my phone or what, where it was a special number as well. Mm. And I did not buy it from them directly. Mm. It was people that just had the special number, and they're like, oh, I could get you a special number, which is a very straight-to-the-point number, and it's not registered in your name. Mm. So they're trying to curb that. Now, the question is really and truly, would that be effective still? The reason why they have not been able to clamp down on terrorism and banditry, does it have anything truly to do with the NIN SIM registration or are we going to go back to the conversation about the way this government or government in general has been treating bandits? We've mm. had conversations about mm-hmm. repentant bandits and and um, the rehabilitation mm. of bandits and all mm. that. So is it really that we don't we cannot identify the phone lines that the bandits are using is that really yeah. the issue and that's the thing because it's different if we had seen a level of progress that was somewhat dependable then people would say okay you know what we've seen to an, a large extent that the government has used this means or this process to curb banditry mm-hmm. so we know that if they carry on with this particular nin same process it will be the results will be better but the thing is 
people haven't seen any trustworthy results so far. Yeah. You know, based on the government's claim of we are clamping down on terrorism or banditry. And that's the reason why it's so difficult for people to even believe that this NIN SIM registration or linkage would make any difference. Mm-hmm. And just to add, like, you know how everything in this, well, almost everything in this country is kind of like inefficient because currently the SIM card that I'm using that I went to the not going to mention the network <laughs> name to register. Yeah. Like when I tried to get the app on my phone, another name comes up and it's like, oh, I went there, <laughs> you took my picture and everything yeah. and you, you know, gave me a form to fill and I registered. Why is this thing coming up as it's another true. name? So you may even do the NIN and it still would be another thing altogether. So And I feel like another yeah. reason why that is even possible is because we don't have a proper database. Right. Yeah. A lot of times, even when we were doing this COVID thing, you know, I was very skeptical when we were doing the, the what's it called? The, the inoculation. Exactly. The vaccine card, because it's like the process of, you know, they take a picture with their smartphone. And I'm thinking, <laughs> is there a general, is there an actual database that <laughs> like it's a central <laughs> database that I know that everyone has access to, like all the agents have access to where they dump all that information. You know, how are we 100 percent sure that this is going to move from this smartphone? right here to that database do we have an existing proper database where we are able to get the number of people that have registered or the real identity the true identity of the people that have registered when you talk of database it's quite valid because i have a sim that i bought registered and i get a lot bank a lot Someone else is back. Me too. I've been getting it. I always get it. And I always wonder (laughs) if if I was fraudulent, quote unquote, you can actually assess that owner's account. Yes. You can access his account or her account or whoever it is. And I still get the alert till tomorrow. I still get it. Wow. If, if it fell into a fraudulent hands, I mean, that account would have been cleared. I don't think mm-hmm. whoever owns it is nearby. But even if the person who owns it is nearby, he or she is not getting that That's alert. alert, yeah. That's so no, that, that Doesn't that also funded. fall on the um, individual? Because if you I, know I, you've I changed your differ. phone numbers, you would have to go to the bank to update your um your information to don't let the bank know I oh agree, i need to change my phone number i've had i've changed my number right and then mm. i went to the bank to actually change my number and then they give you a form to fill and you give it back to them and they say it's done check, out, check in an hour you get the alert you won't believe that like you wouldn't maybe like after a day or so like you still haven't gotten the alert or the confirmation or whatever mm. you go back and they say it's done oh sorry we'll do it again I don't even want to mention the bank, but this happened (laughs) happened a few times before they actually sorted it. So it's like nothing actually works because you see people that are sitting there and they're like, they've done it. Like, are you going to come check in an hour? Like, are you going to sit down there and wait for one hour hour to actually confirm? What if you have stuff to do? Yeah. So even that doesn't work. (sighs) Well, (laughs) what can we really say about this? Lagos Talks, good afternoon. What's your name? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right, let's hear you. Yeah. Uh, talking about these uh, nine stuff, uh, I think, you know, I, I, I bought a thing and I registered this thing with the nine. If I call you not that same number, it will be bringing out a machine. You are using Colatin or something. And my name is Wally. And they always send a bank a lot to me. Depends, maybe the person that is using. This, uh, I don't know how that has been happening. I called the, my service provider. They tell me to go to the bank. 
bank the, uh, the bank that I'm not using, I should go and complain to them why they are sending message to me. I just want, I just don't know how to go about that. Mm. Uh-huh. I don't think that thing is is so much secure as they are they are shouting about it. <laughs> Thank you very much. The person that who's one of his bank accounts is linked to mine. Maybe the reason why the person is not even bothered <laughs> is because when I receive the alert, I'm seeing things like your account balance is 1,500. <laughs> 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 so maybe, maybe the guy is just like, I'm like, do I care? You want that I get a lot, son. Your balance is over a million. Ooh. Ooh. A lot of money, yes. Ooh. Wow. So you'd be wondering. Over a million? I, every Are you sure month we not discuss that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's 154. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more stories are trending. I'm going to be reading out some of your messages that you've sent via WhatsApp and via Twitter. Remember, it's your favorite talk show with your favorite ladies. It's called The Dish. My name is Ifunaya. I'm here with Dara. I'm here with Kel and our special co-host for today, Joan. As you Hi. know, we are still on the search for the next lady of The Dish. And the second phase begins today where we have the shortlisted candidates coming in individually to join a full episode of The Dish. And our guest for today is Joan. Let's take a break. When we come back, you'll be hearing more from her. Stick around. All right, welcome back to your favorite talk show with your favorite ladies called The Dish. Two minutes past the hour of two this Monday afternoon. My name is Ifnaya. I'm here with Kel, Dara, and our special guest who is a candidate for the search for the next lady of the dish. Her name is Joan. Let's get back into the scoop. Let's get back into what's trending. We're going to be touching on the Grammys today. Uh, but right before we do that, Kel, let's get into um, the story about the PPRO of the police force. Girl, you you literally <laughs> talked about that when we went wow. So let's talk about that before we move on to other stories. You you were talking about um, a certain Twitter exchange between the PRO and uh, someone who had a complaint about being extorted by the Nigerian police, which is not you know shocking news. This mm. is something that we personally have experienced, and uh, you know the everyday Nigerian sadly experiences. Okay, so on Saturday, uh, somebody tweeted that uh, I came back to Nigeria February and yesterday I was extorted of $504, that's 292,000 naira from the Nigerian police force uh, along Ushubu Road. They stopped us, me, my dad, two of my brothers, collected our phones and vehicle particulars. They said through, saw a Binance app on my phone with $800 in it, which is for the payment of my school fees in Cyprus. I was to send the dollars to my friend in Cyprus to help change it to euro so he can pay on my behalf. They threatened to kill Angelos and drove us for like two hours all around the express road. I managed to take a picture of their number plate. Twitter people, please help me recover my school fees. Retweet to legacy the appropriate people. So he added police, police NG, this Prince Moye guy who is the new PPRO of the police as well. And so it seems that uh, the tweet finally caught his attention. So uh, at Prince Moye, that's the PPRO police, uh, was like, we have sent this to CP Oshun and others, but how did they collect this from you? Stop paying them. I have sent out the numbers of all the PPROs in Nigeria out even on my handle and our platforms. 
use these numbers to curb this absurdity and of course a number of other people were asking him i'm not quite sure what how what you mean by stopping them you know when somebody has a gun pointed at you and is threatening to kill you or pin some sort of crime on you you know a lot of people were commenting and then this particular activist um renu uh responded and said this is a very poor response they should stop paying them do you know how your men intimidate threaten torture and tell citizens they will kill them and nothing will happen do you have a data of all the extrajudicial killings by police officers so far this year and then he responded saying well you may wish to encourage nigerians to be paying such illegal dues or fees to the recalcitrant policemen so that it will be a tradition that is encouraged by a crusader and everybody's like Bro, what are you saying? Oh, yeah, you know what? I, I know I mean, it's not done, though. So today uh-oh, now, he, he he came now to post <laughs> his own thread, you know, probably to state an instance of how he will refuse to give in to corruption of Nigerians. He says, I went to process a document for a property in a southwestern state. The actual fee was 120 The lady on the desk asked me to pay 500 And I simply asked, would you issue me a receipt to capture 500 She declined and said, no, we do not issue receipts for that to her. See this bird herself. And I said, I can only pay for what I see on the approval. She delayed the process. I was never bothered all because I wanted the right thing to be done. I eventually paid the actual price before I even introduced myself as a police officer. So it's a personal thing and we need to help sanitize the system. And so I'm like, I don't understand. Are you comparing, you know, a woman seated behind a desk to police officers who are drunk on power and drunk on other things? Yeah. Cocking a gun Go at you. I, I mean, Kel, you know, what he's saying, it do, does make sense. You know, when they cock the gun, you say, I know my rights. Mm. When you cock wait, the gun, this, 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 you this, say, wait. Let me call the PPR for my state. Exactly. Wait, can you order, um, give me the appropriate receipts uh, for Let the me just show you what the PPR said. You will say you should not be collecting money from us. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> like, it's, it's so tone deaf. It's so insensitive. And what is really annoying me is that even in that thread, you still see people supporting him saying, yes, he's right. And I'm like, you, but you're saying this today or tomorrow. Sounds will stop you on the road. You'll be a victim and then you'll come and be lamenting. You know what? Because this thing in in Nigeria, it will touch everybody. Let's leave that aside. Just even let's, let's focus on this particular instance. This story that gives a lot of details about how they threatened to kill them and how they drove them around the express for only God knows how long. Like, oh. All right, let's let's dissect with the information given to us. It's so silly that he would even put that out. Did he actually read it? How did even they how get that money from you? Privacy was don't pay them. Was invaded because he exactly. has a finance account. Yes, and, and this is not the and, and this is not the first time that you know the IGP or whoever will come out and say, "Oh, don't let police not supposed to. They don't have the right to go through your phones." Okay, but who's going to tell them that? Yeah. You're no, telling you, us who's going to tell them. I know my rights as a citizen. You know, tell them. Say, do you know what section 537 of the <laughs> human rights? <laughs> <laughs> like, how about you, you quote, quote that? You to, want to, to do to a police job, family. <laughs> <laughs> initially, when I was seeing the guy's post, when he was just posting about how they are working mm-hmm. to root out the bad mm-hmm. officers, putting out the flyers with the different people I them, but I said, okay, maybe this one is ready to work. But with this, uh, this is another Yomi Shogunle now. Yeah. <laughs> He's not ready to do the work at all. Because how do you open your mouth to say that? Hmm. How do Mm -hmm. you... Yeah. So I'm guessing what, what his argument is, is is now the quote-unquote chicken and egg situation. Are you telling the po- general public to stop bribing police officers or should you be telling your police officers to stop extorting? 
This one is not even bribe. If you, somebody has a gun pointed at your head, you are not bribing them. I you know, are paying I know for your that's, life. That's, that's what I'm saying. You are literally paying for your Coming life. Coming from his own explanation, mm. right? He's saying, oh, if you do not bribe them, they would not need to extort you. So that's the chicken and egg situation, which clearly does not make any sense. Yeah. Because like we mentioned, mm. we are, we clearly know who is in a position of authority when you have one person, not only in a uniform, which is authority, then you have the gun, yeah. which instills fear, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like him is coming from the chicken and egg situation saying, if you did not bribe the person, he would not have extorted you. Mm. Whereas you should be coming from, if first of all, your police officers were well trained, mm. if they were accountable, yeah. if there was proper punishment for such a um for such a behavior this will not even be the case in the first place and it's it's quite silly that this is the statement that he made given the actual case in point which said they threatened us they drove us around they searched our phones how else could we have fought because now if we had decided to fight back it would be a case of they're pinning some sort of crime on us Mm -hmm. or they're planting something in our car because we've seen people who've come out to say oh they planted marijuana you know Mm -hmm. in our car now and they're 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 blaming us or accusing us oh they will literally just shoot you and say they shot and robbers Mm -hmm. on the road exactly as I, I saw another video over the weekend where um some police officers, you know, illegal checkpoint, they stopped the bus and there was a senior police officer in there. And so when they stopped the bus, they were checking the younger guys, they were checking their phones and all until the man came down and, you know, asked them what they are doing, identified himself, blah, blah, blah. You know, I know see the way they were responding. Eh, eh, I might want to check your phone. I, I didn't check any phone. <laughs> and then the senior police officer was like, let this be the first and last time. I'm like... What are you saying? Let this be the first and last time. Uh, are you on one of your children? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like what, what, what is this? No sanctions, no punishment. No Nothing. Just, no more. Uh, exactly. <laughs> oh, my days. All right. This is coming from Solomon. Just speaking about SIM cards, he said, which is quite shocking. He said, a random guy who sells SIM cards told me most times they use the IDs of people who are not even alive to register as much SIM cards as they can to sell to people who want already registered SIM card. If one use if one uses those types of SIMs to commit uh, a crime, how do they even trace them? Let's take this call, Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. What's your name? Good afternoon. Ify. Good afternoon. Okay. Hiya. Okay, we will have part two of yesterday discussion. No. Please. No. Why? Hilary. Because behold, all things have passed away. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We, have, we need the part two of yesterday discussion. I did. I, I no, 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 no. All right, all right. No. We are having a conversation Hillary, about Hillary, this. Hillary, <laughs> Hillary. Let's 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 pick this up. Never, because time has passed. I'm not going to say this so that we can quickly move on from it. You know the segment is called Right or Wrong. People have different opinions. Mm-hmm. So even if we go back and forth from now till tomorrow, your opinion, I'm not saying your opinion is not valid. Your opinion is valid to you as a person. My opinion is valid to me as a Uh-oh. person. You know, so in fact, anybody who is listening and you want to come and pick up, because we had a discussion <laughs> yesterday on Right or Wrong yeah. about if your friend doesn't tell you about important milestones in their lives, are they really your friends? Mm. So Hillary was was on the people of the side of it doesn't matter if my friend doesn't tell mm. me they're getting married they're traveling blah and blah blah and then media. some people were like no but if you don't tell me important stuff that means you don't rate me mm. you know so Hillary please so don't. right or wrong <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay Say let's it's leave it wrong so <laughs> and it's time there. for the dish maybe uh-huh. you call me on Sunday again but still we'll not talk about it <laughs> Lagos Talks good afternoon what's your name this is good afternoon good afternoon yeah my name is Zambaba Damba, welcome. Join the conversation, please. I think uh, 
engage the man you're talking about on Twitter, mm. I find that uh, it's not making sense. I just decide to ignore him. Then what I want to talk about is people Which man who... Which Okay, okay, okay. Carry on, carry on. Yeah, with the police uh, instruction and all Yeah, thing. yeah. But what I want to talk about is people who come online to make claim that police for them to give bribe and all these things. See, I've been a, a victim of police brutality many times. Mm-hmm. Even now, there are some police stations that when I go, they say that they will not give me justice due to the what I believe and what I stand for. Mm-hmm. If you let me be honest with you, eh, I'm not a hypocrite. Okay. I will keep telling the truth. You see, 10 out of 19 of those complaints on social media that police extort money from them, mm. that give rights, they are actually guilty of what police accuse them of. Mm. And I'm talking to you from experience. If you think I'm lying, ask Uber guys who drive these people about. Let us not deceive ourselves. I keep telling my brother that, look, eh, if police, they do their job, eh, you know, this boy, carry big guys all of them go to prison. Mm. And he only say, I'm not true, I didn't tell him. Now, it's not please, police don't take my food. And when I see that it's become like something like and then I have nothing to hide, I give them this code. You see, when you get to the station, then sometimes those police that will tell you that don't give police your food, who bring something law out that will make you to believe that actually sometimes police have rights, if they are doing their whatever operation or whatever, to check your phone. Then, why do Nigerians give rights? Why can't you insist? That take me to the station because you know that your heart are not clean. You know, that's that's not true. Attack. I disagree. Look, just, do your no, let, let, let him finish. Let him finish. Take and you so, to the station. Carry on. Carry on. Yes, like fifty percent of young boys in Lagos today are young boys. Okay. I'm the young guy. I'm just. I just clocked thirty-two, so I know what I'm saying. So whatever they do now is that when police catch them, because our police are corrupt. They, they will be the ones to even negotiate with the police. When police, you know, they are, some of the police are very stupid. When in the process of negotiation, they put their phone to automatic uh, whatever videoing. They video mm-hmm. these people, you, they put them out. They will fall victims so that people sympathize with them. I dare police and EFCC to start doing their job today. All these big boys you see in town today will be in prison. Mm. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let, let, let him finish. Okay, are you done? <laughs> yes, I'm so, so sorry. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> Keep listening. All right, Dara, what do you have to say about like, this? So is he saying that because somebody is a police officer and because somebody is a Yahoo boy in quotes, like mm-hmm. when you're harassing me and handling me, I don't have the right to record you. Is that a due process for arrest? Like, is he serious? And then going back to, oh, like, why wouldn't you let them arrest you and take you to the police station? Does he know how many people that are in cells right now for crimes that they didn't commit? Very, and they don't have any good phone point. calls, no bail, nothing. They're just sitting down there. Did you guys see the story of the girl that went missing for months and then apparently she was in the she was locked up in the police station they said that she was um, part of IPOB, part of IPOB. and what? the poor girl's family was looking for and her she's an and IPO they were using her chef and, and washer woman there are you I heard serious? That story. I think I heard like, that story. Like, like you see look when police stops you it's, it's 50-50 because yeah. it's either they threaten to do something to you on yeah. the road or you, if you say take me to your station they will do something to you in the there. station so, like, I, I think that that's so insensitive. And then, p- 
please, where did you get your stats from? 50% of the young men in Lagos yes. are Yahoo boys. boys. Please, can you back that up with where exactly you got that data from? Because I, I don't understand. And All this right. is why okay. the police has the right to come out and say, yes, they, they are doing their job. Because of people like you who yeah. are giving excuses. Like, what do you mean? All right, so, so we should also point this out. Does the police have a right to search your phone? Now, no. the answer is, the answer is yes, if... There is a search warrant. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. That is, is there is a condition. That you must have been under investigation. Um, there you go. Place. So Le- legally, uh, police can actually do this thing called stop and search mm-hmm. if there's like suspicion. You know, they have to have that reasonable suspicion, reasonable yes. in quote. But then, obviously, you give these people that, I don't know, get power drunk, the <coughs> power to do the bare minimum, and mm-hmm. they just t- take it up like 100. Because, like, if you say, like, uh, suspicion, these people see people that have laptops, like, tech there guys you moving around, and you just say, oh, why are you carrying laptop? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so, and you so, start so, opening so, the laptop, like, you think if just, you open the laptop, you will just see the Yahoo transactions. So, just writing like, off of that, and that's, and that's the reason why we have to point out to what extent. You stop, you search what? Yeah, exactly. Because you're going through the person's phones on what grounds? That's the reason why you need a warrant for that. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, you might have suspicion to stop the person, search to see what the person has on them, but you're taking it a step further to ask them for their password, to go into their transactions. Mm-hmm. You need to have a warrant for that. Yes. So that's number one. Now, how far can you implement or enforce this knowledge of this law that you have when you have police officers who are not going by the book, mm-hmm. who yeah. are not going by the due process, mm-hmm. who are going by the fact that they know that at the moment they have the upper hand. Why? Because they are wielding guns. Yes. And to an, an extent, who are you to then begin to question when you know and you've heard and you've seen people who've come out outrightly to testify yeah. that the police officers either cocked their guns at them, people who've said that they were shot by the police, people who are at the moment awaiting trial. I gave you statistics about two months ago that seven out of ten people that are in jail are still awaiting trial. Whoa. Seven out of ten <laughs> That's people. That's a lot. So you can imagine. So it's very easy for people to come out to say, you know what? If your hands are clean, how about you let them? Now your the hands question, are clean. They pick up the your phone. They see exactly. the word dollar. They say, oh, you are doing Yahoo. Mm-hmm. What, what's this dollar doing here? Like, and I, I don't understand. Are that was in the stone age. Because no. if we're even going by that, no. and the guy, the, the police officers had reasonable uh, grounds to believe that this person, for instance, case yeah. in point, yeah. had had some form of, you know, um, transaction that was um, nefarious or whatever the case might be. Why not you take the person to the police station mm-hmm. and allow them go through the due process? Yes. Mm-hmm. Why are you, you know, why you, why you taking it from on the street? So street. you are yeah, judge and jury and Thank you. And like, exactly. they should even start in-house. Like, what happened with Abakiri? That you're supposed to be like the big policeman that everybody's like, you're doing well. And then, boom, you're the kingpin of everything that's going on negatively in this country. And you people are telling me about people that have laptops and phones moving around peacefully. There, there should be a due process because Please. if there isn't a due process, people will take it to their advantage. And that is the reason why we are complaining about police brutality, saying that there must be an overhaul, that there must be, um, you know, a breakdown, for, first of all, of the training process. And they must go through, you know, for lack of a better word, uh, uh, to ensure that they are taking the police officers or whomever it is that is being recruited through proper training. Mm -hmm. You don't just 
get people into the, the 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 police force based on maybe you're seeing that the person has an interest or the person looks like they're fit enough, you know, to run from from Amrabas when they come or to run <laughs> after Amrabas. Psychiatric evaluation. Do you understand? There's not their everybody normal for head. Their processes, and we keep on saying that they have a poor recruitment process. Very poor recruitment process because a lot of these police officers. First of all, let's look at the police, um, the training camp, for the the training school, bro. For these police officers, bro. Them have things, you seen? Them places are the ghetto. Have you seen what it's like? No. And these are the same <laughs> people that you expect bro. to properly defend, to protect, to ensure that they are enforcing law and order. And you expect them not to go through these dubious, you know, uh, 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 lines and means to ensure that they themselves are, quote unquote, taking care of their family. And I, I understand that it's very, very debatable because on one hand, we have to obviously look at the welfare of these police officers. Yeah. On the other hand, we need to say, OK, they had they have sworn an oath to protect and to defend. Yeah. But then who are we kidding? Yeah, because if certain I'm things convinced. exist, if certain things exist, other things are, are inevitable. If you know that the welfare of the police officers are not properly catered to, it's inevitable that there will be there will be uh, um, there will be fallout. There will be fallout, and there will be police officers who will decide to go against the rules and the regulations yeah. and the due processes to ensure that they are putting food on their table and they are helping their families out. One thing I'm convinced of is that the Nigerian police force is not ready for reform of any kind whatsoever. Because we have still not heard or even seen or have any proof that anybody, any of these rogue police officers that they say they quote-unquote caught are actually going through any form of punishment. Yeah. Because all they do is they just shuffle them around. They redeploy. The person has been redeployed to they, this they and that. They shuffle them around. And that's, what, and that's the, their so-called punishment. Because if, if, they, if, if, if whoever is in charge actually wants to make an example of just maybe police officers in maybe 10 states... They can easily do it in a week. All you have to do is put people undercover and you and you will definitely get somebody who will be a victim, you know, of these broke police officers. Yeah. And then make an example of them to show that you're actually being serious. But no, you always come out to time telling people don't pay police officers money. <laughs> but okay. the truth is that the way they operate is not hidden. Mm. They don't hide it. In my area, you see them collecting money from Okada riders. It's not something that they hide. And mm. everybody knows, like an open secret. They don't report it, but it's not hidden. So we see it, we know it, we just pass along. So if the those in charge are saying they don't know that the officers are doing this, or if they approach you and ask for these kind of things, you shouldn't respond. What's your own stake to know that at the end of the day, you get the justice you deserve? Or maybe they just beat you up there and then. Yeah, and you know <laughs> Nobody what? hears a word, and yeah. then that life goes on. What you're saying is so true because... You know, when we were in the heart of the NSAS protest and, you know, the youth calling for, you know, the five demands, one being the reformation of yeah. the police, yeah. uh, some of the things that we were hearing, which wasn't new, to be honest, was some police officers in certain areas having a quota that they have to meet each day. Where is that hmm. quota coming from, if not from their superiors? Hence why exactly hence why you might report certain of these cases and nothing is being done about it because they know who is there to defend and to protect them because they are at the end of the day remitting these amounts to someone. So that's why they don't get punished basically. They get moved. Okay, yeah, I get you. you're causing so much trouble here. Let's not leave you here again. You're becoming too popular. Let's take you somewhere else. And that's basically what happens and no punishment is given. Except they don't like you basically.
So I guess the question that we should be asking is, because, Kel, you mentioned that you do not think that the police force is ready for any reformation whatsoever. The question is, do they want the reformation? Because we know that when the reformation comes, it means that it's going to be goodbye to these uh, uh, um, dubious and corrupt (laughs) practices that they've been engaging in. Because like you mentioned, it's an open secret. Yeah, we see it. It's there. They are there. In fact, they increased it. Every time you wonder, so there are some areas, some some bike riders won't pass through because they're trying to dodge police officers. They say they're police officers. And there we and were thinking it was just these area boys who are constantly collecting. It's like not just them, police officers. They also collect. It's there. They you are there. You see them. They are with their guns, you know, and they just keep on harassing. When you are passing, you're like, what's happening? Before you know, these Okada riders they stop. <laughs> you know, those ones are more vulnerable, and they just stop and they collect. If you don't give them, you start seeing them harassing. You just see piles of. Look at that riders. They'd be like, what's happening? Did they do something wrong? It's just maybe those ones are protesting. And see the irony amount. is the people from you know? the lower echelon that yes, you're then trying to even extort. And because of that, maybe a particular route that's supposed to maybe 200 or 300, they, they take more because they know they have to pay off um, a police officer standing right there. So it's either they avoid that route or they pay off. So you're going, you, you, at the end of the day, you end up paying more mm. for a particular route that should have paid lesser for. Mm, so I don't know if they still boils down to uh, those who are just managing, just trying to hold body and soul together to make a living. Let's take living. some more calls, Vegas Talks. Good afternoon. What's your name? Vegas Talks. Good afternoon. What's your name? Hello, this is Val. Val, let's hear you, please. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'd like to disagree with uh, Dambaba. Okay. The, the issue is most times, uh, not that they are guilty, but people are trying to avoid being tagged as being guilty. Because in most cases, when you get to the station, problems will just arise from nowhere. They could just lay blames on you and claim that you are somebody that is suspected that robbed something or stole a car or whatsoever. So people tend to avoid such a problem. And you know this fact that the police is no longer your friend. Whenever you see them, you smell trouble. Now, Mm. uh, talked about uh, uh, reforms and all that. If you check from the establishment of the police, you will see that from time immemorial, it was like they were set up to generate funds. So they, they, they acted like a, an internally generated uh, or how they could an agency for fund generation. That is that is how they started, and they 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 maintained this kind of operation over time. So in whatever manner that they metamorphose, whether into black, into blue, into yellow, whatever color, that same tendency mm-hmm. still manifest. So for wow. it to be reformed, it takes a total systemic change. Mm-hmm. It's going to be difficult because it is from um, bottom top. Yeah. It's from bottom top. And look at them from the recruitment process. How many of them know the law? How many of them, with those that even know the law, how many of them even practice or implement what is in the law? So mm-hmm. most times, they have a warrant. The warrant they have on the street is they are gone. So people <laughs> tend to avoid that trouble. <laughs> That's why you see them. That's terrible. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, this is coming from Ima saying, uh, <laughs> um, hello, Joan, welcome to the dish. And you sound like the Delphinator. So Delphinator, she is also a media personality. Um, and he's saying these guys who steal people's stuff with their full chest and zero conscience, how do you sleep at night? Probably talking about night personnel. And he said they'll still go and go and do Thanksgiving on Sunday. Maybe people should start lacing packages with radioactive powder so that any thief who wants to steal will spend all their money in the hospital for being so wicked. Uh, Benga is saying, hello, Ife, Kel, Dara, Joe, nothing is working fine in Nigeria. Is Nipo still existing? 
when you have such an expensive good or luggage, then Nipos can never be an option for you. Uh, this one is coming from trying to get that to load. Just say <laughs> someone said, Hello, ladies. Please wear the Dara school. Her voice is super, super amazingly beautiful. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, super amazingly <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> this is coming from um, okay. Ola saying, hi ladies, if you read some people's responses on Twitter and the way they reason and jump into abuse immediately, that immediately you have a superior fact to any debate, you just run to any place to process why your country is the way it is. Trust me, Nigeria <laughs> would be way, would, would, would be worse or at the same spot in 2023 and years to come. We have a large population of dumb people. Wow. <laughs> wow. He just did what he's accusing he people just went, of doing. He said dumb. What he did is saying, I wanted to build my nephew who was wrongly thrown into police cell in Area C. And my younger sister, who is a police officer stationed in Abiyokuta, decided to talk to her colleague in Lagos to release the poor boy. This greedy officer still collected money before allowing him go. Stephen is saying, I don't like that a caller generalizes that 60% of youth are Yahoo. Um, he said more than 50, by the way, but yes, still. And he said, it's like, is this kind of data that backs irrational action of the uniformed men? I work in a tech firm now and I have dreads and a laptop. If he, they can yeah. arrest me. And that's the truth. It's one of the mm -hmm. things that we were complaining about, mm -hmm. you know, during the heart of NSARS. Zig Radio say, said, 50% um, of guys in Lagos are Yahoo boys. I hope Dambaba isn't mistaking tech bros as Yahoo boys. Who. I'm a product designer. 90% of the time I move around with my laptop. Yeah. I'm only trying to make a decent living and survive Nigeria. This is from Gabriel saying, it depends on the area. I've witnessed severally how we made sure there was no arbitrary arrest. The recent one, the guys even dragged the gun of the police. When they found out they can't win, they entered the bus and they came that they came with and they left. We kept shouting, what did he do? If we all stand up for one another, they will sit up. Uh, that 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 in itself that you did was quite dangerous mm. because you're dragging with a police officer. That's a nice there one. can be that's accidental great. discharge, and you know the list goes on and on. And that's what we are complaining about. We shouldn't have to do that. Mm. You know, we shouldn't have to begin to drag with police officers. Mm. Our police officers, number one, should have to. They should have a certain level of respect, yeah. and that respect, aside from coming from the constitution mm -hmm. and the position of authority. It also comes from their attitude and their behavior as law enforcers, you know, doing things the right way where we can trust that if a police officer says that he has reason to arrest or says that he has reason to stop and search, we are trusting enough because we know that our police officers or our police force usually goes by the book. But that's the thing that's lacking. Because what we've seen a lot of times is otherwise, is the yeah. opposite. And that's the reason why people would have to start asking things like, what did he do? What did he do? And start yeah. dragging police. That's the thing. We shouldn't have to do that. Uh, this is coming from a listener saying, if we were just wasting our time talking about the police, I sat beside one police while we, he was talking about the SARS. If you need to hear what he was saying, he said he knows how many people he has shot. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Speechless. Wow. Speechless. <laughs> Speechless. Wow. Uh, this is coming from a listener saying, if he sadly, we will have to gather around a police officer and also intimidate them because this, this extortion is the new normal. Wow. 
Emeka is saying if you receive someone's alert, you have a social responsibility to report it to the bank involved. You don't need to go there. Just get their attention on social media and drop a number on a DM with a threat to escalate. That should solve the problem. With a threat to escalate? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was their job anyway? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this is coming from a listener saying, a colleague also told me that she's been trying to verify her NIN since last year, all to no avail. Uh, most of those who did theirs after me do not have this problem. I'm really confused. He did start with going to an NIMC center. I was asked to send a mail to them. Till now, they haven't responded to the mail. Neither has it been verified as well. Okay, moving on to other stories right before we speak about the Grammys right before I touch on this. Let's take this call. Lagos Talks. Good afternoon. What's your name? What's your name, please? My name is Bumi. All right, let's hear you. Hello, how are you? Um, uh, I just want to talk about this police uh, extortion and all. I've come to realize, you see, the police, we need to... Uh, I think it's the way that we interact with them at times, too that you know can lead to one issue or the other i've had i had an, an encounter with them recently and it was a stop and check and they stopped me it was night about 9 9 p.m and they asked me to turn on the analyze i turned it on he wanted to see he saw then he said open the door and i said for what <laughs> he said i want to come inside and i said no you do you can't come inside the car he said why why i'm asking that. i said no you can you cannot come in you looked in You've asked me questions and I've answered. And then he was like, ah, I'm talking to you. This I said, Oga, it's dangerous. I, I cannot allow you. The superior now came and said, why don't you just go? I said, Oga, you know. And he just said, okay, go ahead. So I think that most times when they stop people and they take advantage of them, when they're interacting with you, you know, you can just, there's a way to intelligently discuss with these people. So sometimes they just want to take advantage of some little things. Mm. If they say don't take you to the police station and you know that your hand you, you can tell them, let's go. You can call your lawyer. You call people meet you at the police station. The police knows what they are doing. But when they want to take the police station and you say, okay, let's take you to I beg, no, no, go. Mm. That is where you are giving room for all this. And that's the game to extort and act for bribe and all that. So that's what I see. Thank you. And you know what? You know what, the, the, what, what he's saying is quite valid to an extent. But the mm. question is, how many instances would that be the case where you can say to the police officer, Oga, you know, why why should you come into my car? Mm -hmm. Or you're giving... How many times is that really the and case? This, I want to say, look, see, yeah, there is no... Have access there's no there? rule book to this thing. That's what mm. me, I'm going to say. There is no rule book. I think that you as an individual, when you come across any set... Because every set of policemen you come across will be different. Of course. There yeah. are some who are reasonable... Yeah. There are some who are trying their luck to see how much they can get from whoever they are stopping. And there are some who are literally drunk because they just finished a, sh a sachet of some, you know, alcohol. And so they are ready for any and everything. And, and, and they've even been smoking as well. Yeah. So you can smell it on their breath. So I think that at the end of the day, it's you as an individual should be able to gauge the situation to know what sort of pressure or non-pressure to apply when yeah. it is that they stop you. If you find out that you're dealing with somebody who clearly doesn't look like he's in his right mind, do whatever it is you can to get out of that situation alive. That's true. 
don't let them take you to any station because some of them will say we are going to the station drive uh-huh. you into some dark road some bush and threaten Very to shoot easy. you or take you to the police station and then just tell everybody that they've caught one of the kidnappers of some some popular kidnapping them mm. you know so i think that every situation is different and you as an individual should be discerning on how to handle whatever situation. There is no rule book to it. Because you go and meet the ones that are mad and you say, why should you enter my car? Uh-huh. And then they use the bottle, they're going to hit you on the head exactly. and tell you that, no, there's something wrong with you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I I have shared a story uh-huh. where I was just driving <laughs> and they had stopped the car in front of me and I'm trying to go my way. Mm. And the guy comes right in front of my car and he cocks his gun. Already, I don't, do I even have the chance to even say... Sir, do you want to see my particular? You've already made a statement saying exactly. to me that I'm the enemy and that you're not about to smile with me or no. you're not about to go through due process. Exactly. You've already made that statement. So what chance do I even have to say, you know what? You know, did you even ask me a question that I did not answer? You know? <laughs> so it's it's different. It's different, like Kel said. Lagos talks. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? All right, give us a call back on WhatsApp. It is 08092345913. Xavier is saying, Hello, ladies. Ifunaya, Chuku, Kele, Chuku, Chuku Dera, and Chuku Jun. Please, has Dera been officially introduced? Um, Yeah, it just means that you have not been listening and you are not a part of the show throughout last week. Um, But then he also said, Anyways, I would suggest that. you, you from this statement you clearly have not been listening <laughs> you clearly have not been listening to the dish okay now my question is why haven't you been listening to the dish because if you are listening to the dish you would know that um we introduced dara and anita and we also said that we're going to be adding from the dish search of which joan is in the studio because she's one of the candidates the shortlisted candidates and we did mention that you're going to be hearing from all the shortlisted candidates who are six in number. They're going to join each episode of The Dish from now until the 11th so that you get to hear how they sound with the ladies, hear their flow, and you get to choose if they are the best fit for The Dish. So keep listening, okay? Uh, this is coming from Stephen saying... Um, he said, you can only have intelligent conversations with sane people. <laughs> the Bible says God will deliver us from the wicked and unreasonable men. Amen. And so he's saying people tend to settle issues on the road and continue their journey than to allow the police take them to the station. This act is not right, but it makes issues stress-free. The Bible supports this. <laughs> Elvis is saying good afternoon. That guy who said follow police to the station hasn't been in an awkward situation with them. <laughs> they take you to the station. First thing they do... Um, they would first thing they do off you and you will spend days in the cell before you even have any way of contacting your lawyer and that's not a smart advice Gabriel is saying he threatened to shoot we gave him space and gathered again and we made sure that <laughs> they didn't carry the guy because they did if they did he's a goner um, and that's and that's good that you stood up for for whomever that was. Uh, this is coming from Alyssa Zafia. Beg, how did you later handle the police situation? What strategy did you use, <laughs> my dear? What strategy? I stopped my car, and I wound down just a little bit, <laughs> and I said, "Eh, really, eh?" said, "You know, in fact, uh, you know, I keep on saying that when I'm when I'm <laughs> when I'm in a situation when I'm afraid." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 
I'm like thinking of the so many wrong reasons why I decided to drive at night at the, at the time. But then I was just like calm to be like, oh boy, I did, I wasn't trying to run away from you and stuff like that. And then I can't remember if it, this in this case I showed my ID because when I just always show my ID, it's like they know that if they do me dirty, I will come on air and just be like, do you know what the Nigerian police did? So. So I, I think I showed my ID. I don't know if this one I showed my ID or if I was just about to start crying and they just allow me go. Yeah. On the day that police entered my car like this, uh, first of all, huh, that, that time I just started driving newly and I didn't know, you know, this VI. You see, VI is a trap, but now they've, they've become better because there are roads that are one, one-way one roads yeah, and you will even know. Yeah. See me tr- getting into the road and all of a sudden, I don't even see it. I don't know where this van came from, but all I know is that that police truck, it came in front of me. Mm-hmm. It was, I didn't see anywhere. And me, I'm thinking I'm about to be robbed. Because how in the world, how would you explain this car filled with men who have like guns rushing in front of me? Like, I was just like, what? In fact, I just started crying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crying. 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 They will beg you to Is there, why are you crying? I say, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> Listen, they stopped, they asked me to come out, they said, How am I going to get home? Like they gave me money to get a bus. No, I'm, I'm not joking. Yes. The only experience I've had, I've never been, you know, in like any shady position with police. Just one time, many years ago, I was going home satellite town, and then the cab I was in took one way because it was going to be quicker for us to just take the one way, blah, blah, blah. Shah saw police, they stopped us, they were complaining. So that day, I had eaten it. Hey, but I was full. <laughs> so I came down from the car with me and my friend. And I pushed out my tummy very well. <laughs> like you're pregnant. <laughs> because it was like almost midnight. And the road was dark. Because they were just talking, talking, talking. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm damn tired. I just want to go home. I said, Madam, this is your condition. You shouldn't be Your condition. <laughs> you shouldn't be standing. You shouldn't something, be. Something I said, I, I didn't even know when he took this road. I told him that people... I just want to go home. <laughs> it's okay, but not because of you. <laughs> Let it go. It's true. Something else that works is like when you tell them that like it's like your time of the month. Yeah, wow. Like, like I beg, like I'm in pain. Don't be like. You know, I took a wrong U-turn once, and they stopped me. I didn't know, and I just started crying. The man said, "Mana, why are you crying now? Stop!" I When next you come here, don't pass here again. It's wrong to do this with I was doing the same. I think that okay. thing confuses them when you're crying. Because it was just so funny when I was crying as well. Like, so I'm sorry. And you know that type of cry where you're just like... <sighs> <laughs> Another tip that I would give as well is like when you see them coming towards you, like just turn off the engine and come out and be like, oh, please, can you help me? Like my car just stopped or stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Just divert the attention oh and their focus. 
Oh, oh, let days. them ask you what is going on. Just like let, tell them you need their help. Oh, My friend did that one time. She was in a cab, and I think maybe the cab was following the wrong way or something, something, something. Sha. So as soon as they got to the, the police, was stopping them. As soon as they got, they say, Ah, okay, now you will come me to please. The black say we don't lost. Uh-huh. We are going to. <laughs> <laughs> that works too. That works, that works too. <laughs> 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 that works too. Wow, just to survive in this Nigeria. <laughs> I remember I was in a car with one of my friends one time, and then VIO stopped. She was the one I was driving. So I don't know, but I think her license had expired or something, something. So she was trying to call um, her mom's driver who was helping her to do it. They were sure being difficult. Next thing, this girl faked the asthma attack. Next we took off. Yeah. They, they got into their pickup and they took off. Wow. Because she started hyperventilating. <gasps> she asked for water. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, ran away. Hey. When we were driving in front, we saw them at that established another checkpoint in front. <laughs> 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 Those ones have conscience, though. <laughs> 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 they don't want anyone to die on them. Up exactly. Those ones have like, conscience. <laughs> <laughs> the, the night is still young. We want to collect more money. <laughs> you know, one thing that my friend told me, she said that whenever she's driving at night, she always has a red wedding band. That a lot of times it could be that these police officers know that this one is a married woman. If she calls her husband, we don't know who her husband is. And so she always asks me because when I'm talking about, oh, I don't want to drive a police. And I said, no, just wear your wedding wedding ring. Survival strategy. That makes sense. That because my so. friend, too, she used to leave her child's car seat in the car. You know, so yeah, yeah, just yeah. Say, oh, person, mama. Because she looks young, but... You know, oh, person, mama, oh, can they go, can they go? This yeah. is, that's quite sad. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, very quickly. I said I was going to touch on this particular topic. You know, we have spoken and this, this was mostly last year and two years ago when we were in the heart of COVID-19 where um, a whole lot of people didn't really have enough information about the National Social Investment Program, mm. which is a program that was established by the government to mitigate um, the poverty situation in Nigeria and underneath those programs we had things like Empower, Conditional Cash Transfer, the School Feeding Program which was very controversial Mm. and a list you know of other programs. Recently um, the federal government released some information that 2 million people will start receiving about 20 billion naira like this is a total of 20 billion naira from June of this year as the basic cash transfer and conditional cash transfers under the National Cash Transfer Program. It was gathered that the federal government would pay the 2 million people 5,000 naira each under the basic cash transfer and then an additional 5,000 under the conditional cash transfer. And this implies that the government will be spending at about 20 billion naira on the beneficiaries. Um, There was a document uh, from uh, March 2022 on the strategic roadmap and activities of the Federal Ministry of Humanitarian Affairs, Disaster Management and Social Development that was obtained by Newsman. And it showed that the number of people receiving cash transfers from the government had been increasing. The report stated that in 2018, a total of 19 states were covered under the National Cash Transfer Program as this uh, increased to 24 states back in 2019 and then moved up to 36 states and the federal capital territory in 2022, covering 1.6 million people. But the Minister of Humanitarian Affairs, Disaster Management and Social Development, Sadia Farouk, stated in the document that the number would increase further in June 
Under the cash transfer scheme, the federal government supports poor and vulnerable households with cash on a monthly basis. A statement coming from them, and I quote, by June 2022, we would be paying 2 million people 5,000 naira basic cash transfer and an additional 5,000 naira on conditional cash transfers, which is conditioned on good health-seeking behavior, school retention and good water and hygiene conditions in their environment and in their homes. And she did explain that the ministry designed and piloted a shock-responsive social register called the Rapid Response Register to capture urban poor informal workers who were daily wage earners working across towns and cities and impacted by the COVID-19 lockdown. She had a few other things to say. We're just going to stop here. <laughs> what are your thoughts about uh, further information uh, about the uh, the social programs established by the federal government to mitigate the poverty situation in Nigeria? We know that Nigeria is the poverty capital of the world and uh, more than half of our population is living <clears throat> in abject poverty and um, we have heard about the National Social Investment Program that had a few other things that I mentioned and how it's, uh, it's been a center of a lot of controversy. And now the government has further come out to say, you know, part of the conditional cash transfer um, uh, and, and another program that they're going to be giving uh, individuals 5,000 naira each. And um, it's going to be a total of 20 billion naira. Oh. What are your thoughts about that? I want to know who don't receive money. Like, <laughs> I would really like to know exactly who and who have received any such money, you know, from the government. That's that's all I'm intrigued to I know. I, I, I want to ask a question, mm. though. How much is it going to cost for us to, for us to have frequent electricity supply? In Nigeria. Exactly. In Nigeria, yeah, because if this is corrected, basically, most things will just naturally drop. Mm. Yeah. And the average Nigerian, in quotes, that they are trying to actually help, mm. will be able to afford some of these things. Yeah. And not just that, they will be able to be empowered ordinarily. Indeed. Yeah. You know, because some of the things are increasing in some companies just because the cost of diesel is high. Mm. Uh-huh. That's just the reason why they've increased, prices are increasing, apart from maybe foodstuffs and all that, which could be as a result of other things. But for some basic things that we get why the prices are increasing they complain of diesel cost is high mm. but if there is permanent supply then to reduce cost of production in some of those um, of those goods and naturally these products the prices will just drop mm-hmm. so this money is they are giving individually like on an average how much does an average home family or even one or two spend indeed and if they are giving is it every month how is this money going to be disbursed every month to these families like because like five thousand oh, naira is like is literally nothing. So it's on, in a, on a collective whole. If they can use this money to actually improve power supply, to if you can guarantee power supply for like ten hours, eighteen hours a day, and some companies can rely on it, then naturally they will just drop costs mm. drastically. And the average Nigeria who they are claiming to want to support would naturally benefit from it, and it won't be so much. And then people, other small businesses can begin to thrive. And I just want to add that we all know that they're not giving anybody any 5,000 naira. This is just another... Naira is another <laughs> scheme. <laughs> I don't understand how Ponzi. you borrow money from China for to build infrastructures and to better the country and you're dashing people 5,000 5, naira. Is it not better for you to use that money to build roads or even fix the electricity like yeah. you said? Like, why are you giving... 
5,000 naira that we all know that nobody is going to get. So this one is just like, please, next. Like, <laughs> yeah, you guys should do what you want to do. Let's just what, rest that bit. criteria are they even using to Hold the 20 billion or is it 2 billion, like, whatever it is. And besides, is, it, and is, just, it is on, yeah. a, on a monthly basis. And mm. Kel, exactly what you had asked is what I asked this morning when, when Kyrie was handing over to me. I had said that during COVID-19, the lockdown, and we know that there was a, a package um, that the government had planned for families, low-income families that were going to be bearing the brunt of the whole lockdown where, you know, the daily wage earners could not go to work because everyone had to stay at home. And we had asked, okay, so for, 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 for this amount of money that you've said that you've dispersed, who has actually received it? Mm-hmm. Can people actually call and say, yes, indeed, my family and I received it? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I did hear because Kyrie said that one of his friends who said he registered because, you know, there was a form that he said you should feel that he received. He was a beneficiary twice of the COVID-19 fund. And um, I had asked, okay, if he was able to receive it, which is fantastic, how many more people would come out? You know, to what extent did the funds reach the vulnerable homes that they were sequestered for in the first place? You know, how transparent were there in the disbursement? Who is there to be accountable? Because these different social investment programs have been a center of controversy. The, uh, the homegrown school feeding program, which a lot of families came out, a lot of people came out to ask who, what, who are the schools, you know, how, what were they eating? Mm-hmm. You know, you're saying that you've, you've sequestered such an amount of money, but we've not seen the difference that it has made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, it's, it's very mind boggling because like you mentioned, Dara, which is something that, you know, I believe every nation that is seeking the betterment of 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 its people, its citizenry, and the nation as a whole, when you are trying to address certain situations, on one hand, you are targeting the cause of the problems mm-hmm, that have arisen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On the other yeah. hand, whilst you are targeting the cause, you are mitigating the ex- the, the the existing problems that have arisen as well yeah. because yes you addressing the cause it might take a while before we start seeing the result the result of it yeah. so what then happens to the people who very started feeling the brunt of it and that's where the social investment program comes into play but it seems like these different mechanisms we're not seeing any results we're not seeing what the government is doing to directly address the foundational causes of such an issue you know, example, like you made mention with electricity, you know, what really is the difference? And then on the other hand, this social investment program, the people that ought to be receiving or benefiting from it, how many people are receiving and benefiting from it? We saw what happened with the the palliatives, Mm -hmm. which was one of the most shocking things that Mm -hmm. happened during the COVID-19 period. It's it's sad. It's disappointing. You know, what we're seeking is more transparency and more accountability, especially coming from these social investment programs. Well, as this develops, we'll definitely be sharing more information with you. Before we wrap up the dish for today, of course, we need to talk about the Grammys, the 2022 Grammys that took place last night. And we did see um, a whole lot of the stars coming on the red carpet, some of the things that they wore very questionable some of the things that they were you know you probably would love it and you've probably put it on your pinterest to say you know what i'm gonna make something similar to this and we're also going to talk about the list of winners um because it's quite disappointing that whiskey didn't win any grammy this year which is quite disappointing because we did think that especially 
um, with how his album did and some of his songs as well. It, you know, a lot of people said it was a done deal that, of course, Whiskey was going to be winning um, this 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 Grammys, but um, we didn't see any win from him. We're going to touch on that, but I'm just going to go through a list of the categories and the winners. Um, I don't know if it's just me that has not been growing with the times and the seasons of musicians lately, but a lot of these people, I'm just like, who? What did you say? What did you see in there? <laughs> There's always a lot of strange names in there. <laughs> so for album of the year, this category had um, Kanye West with Donda, Taylor Swift with Evermore, Olivia Rodriguez with Sour, and um, Lil, Lil Nas X with Montero, um, her with Back of My Mind, Billie Eilish with Happier Than Ever, Doja Cat with Planet Her, Deluxe Album, um, Justin Bieber with Justice, and um, we had uh, Love for Sale, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, and then We Are by John Baptiste. The album of the year went to John Baptiste for We Are. Who? John Baptiste. <laughs> <laughs> My sister. <laughs> <laughs> For our record of the year in this category, we had I Still Have Faith in You, Abba. Interesting. I didn't know they put out a record. Neither did I. I <laughs> Freedom by John Baptiste. I Get a Kick Out of You by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Peaches, Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon. Um, right on Time, Brandy Carlisle. Wow. Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring Caesar, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Montero, Lil Nas X, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, I love that song, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic, and guess who won record of the year? Silk Sonic. How you know? <laughs> I, saw, I saw a clip of them okay. when they announced their win. <laughs> and that's well deserved because that's a really, really dope record. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then Song of the Year. This category was quite quite long my days all right um bad habits at sharon um and a few other people a beautiful <laughs> noise <laughs> a beautiful noise ruby amfu brandy carlisle brandy clark alicia keys it's a long list driver's license olivia rodrigo okay so this list includes you know the people that wrote it and all that okay so that's the reason why it's a lot of people on that list so driver's license olivia rodrigo Fight for You, um, Her, um, and Tiara Thomas, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Kiss Me More. Um, these people, I've never heard them in my life. <laughs> Kiss Me More. <laughs> we have Roger Shaid, Amala Zandile, Dlamini. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's move on to the next person on the list. Leave the door open, Brandon Anderson, Christopher Brody Brown, mm. um, Montero, Lil Nas X, Peaches, Justin Bieber, um, Right on Time, Brandy Carlisle. Well, did we not leave the door open? Mm. <sighs> Listen, <laughs> really? Because I know the song. Oh, you do? Okay. Uh, you don't know. I'm going to leave the door open. Leave the door open. open. <laughs> That's the song now. <laughs> Silk Sonic. <laughs> Bruno Mars and Anderson. Yeah, Park. I did see Bruno Mars as the reason why. Oh, that is so oh, deserved. What you doing? I what you doing? You. Where you at? <laughs> oh, you got plans? Don't say that. <laughs> oh, somebody's going to look at me like, how do I know this song? I do not know this song, my darling. That song. But that is the song. All right. Um, for best new artist, Jimmy Allen, Baby Keem, Phineas, 
glass animals, Japanese breakfast, the kid, Leroy, Arlo Parks, Olivia Rodrigo, Sawitee, and the winner, Olivia Rodrigo. Thank you. Well deserved. (laughs) (laughs) The only people I know, Sawitee and And Olivia. Olivia. (laughs) Best RME performance, Lost You, Snow Allegra, Peaches, Justin Bieber, Damage Her, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic, um, pick up, uh, pick up your feelings, Jasmine Sullivan. So it was a tie. Is that how is that possible? You ask Grammy. Oh. Mm. The tie was mm. between uh, "Leave the Door Open," Silk Sonic, and "Pick Up Your Feelings," Jasmine Sullivan. I like that song. That's a nice song too. from Jasmine but, Sullivan. But well, this you need to explain to me because I'm just so confused. Silk Sonic is that a group? That's. <sighs> So, Bruno Mars and Anderson Park came together and said, we want to put out an EP. What should we call ourselves? Silk, Silk Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's literally it. Listen, guys, don't judge name. me. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been listening to Maverick City and all that. I'm just like so lost. Oh, so that's their group name. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I was this year's old when I realized that it was two people. All right. Um, let's move through all this. Best R&B song. Leave the door open, won that. Um, best R&B album, <laughs> Hotels, Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> um, best rap, I like. I like some songs from that. Mm, brilliant, it's, it's not bad. Yeah, brilliant songs. Um, best rap performance, Family Ties, Baby Kim featuring Kendrick Lamar. Don't even know that song. Best rap album, Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler the Creator. Best rap song, Jail by Kanye West. Mm. Best music video, Freedom, John Batiste. Pop solo performance, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Best pop duo, group performance, Kiss Me More, Dodger Hearts featuring Caesar. Nice. Best pop vocal album, Sour Ol- Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> Best alternative music album, vocal or instrumental, Daddy's Home, St. Vincent. Best country solo performance, Chris Stapleton, You Should Probably Leave. Um, So many categories. So many categories. Um, 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 just trying to go through it. You know what I'm looking for? I'm looking for best reggae album. Oh, but before before that, best gospel album, mm. Believe for It, CC Winans, mm. Fab. But I would, I would have thought, you know, Maverick City. But congrats to to um, CC Winans. Um, for best contemporary Christian music album. Old Church Basement, Elevation Worship, Maverick City. That's my jam right there. That album. Mm. And um, (laughs) where is this? uh, Because because it was somewhat controversial. This reggae album. Yeah, I saw the people that won. Mm -mm -mm. Yep. So um, (laughs) okay, I was so confused. Uh, so I think it's actually the best reggae artist as opposed to album because yeah. the people who won who won that what's their name again I forget I'm trying to remember that which was very controversial and the reason why it was very controversial was this right in that particular category which I'm going to be looking up right now we had the likes of Sean Paul mm. we had this um, 
this woman Spice Spice Yeah On that album Then they um, put another one Some white guys Yes Soja Soja <laughs> Wonderful <laughs> As you look at their pictures <laughs> They look like a country band Exactly. So that that's the reason why um, it was very controversial because people were wondering like how in the world you would have the likes of Sean Paul and Spice and there's a particular other guy that was on that category and then the people that won was a group of white guys who happened to have dreads. Now are we saying that you know we should limit it to maybe maybe black artists because we know that you know reggae is big in the Caribbeans and uh, you know a lot of them are black. We're not saying that, but, you know, people were talking about um, cultural appropriation, Mm -hmm. about how Caucasian, so to speak, or uh, people who are not colored, quote unquote, for lack of a better description, benefit off of the black culture. Um, You'd see people in the comment section saying things like, um, now you guys are complaining when you're inviting everyone to the cookout. <laughs> so you invite everyone to the cookout and then when they start uh, uh, mirroring the things that they see at the cookout, then you start complaining. I want to rack up views on YouTube. I'm going to listen to one of their songs. It's like their songs are like 178 million, 103 million, 88 million, 69 million. They, they racking up the views. Wow. Do you recall? And they have 1.45 million subscribers. Interesting. Do you know what? Do you recall a category? I can't remember this. Cat- I don't know if it was. I don't think it was Afrobeat. It was a category that you know somewhat evolved from night from Africa, right? And it was won by a completely ca- Caucasian group as well. Mm. But I can't remember. And I remember this was like a few years back when they won that category. And I'm not even going to lie. Mm. If you listen to their album, absolutely brilliant. Mm. You know, with the melody, with the use of the African sounds and instrumentals. Was it world music? Was it, I think it was world music. I think that's, yeah, I think it, it should be world music. Was it world music? That's where they normally try to just put all the African um, nominees on there. And people wondered how you know, a category or genre that emanated from Africa was brilliantly put out by a completely Caucasian group. Mm. And the thing is, we couldn't argue because when we listened to their song... <laughs> what is good is good. Is good. <laughs> so in as much you as know? people were so angry, but they were like, you know what, but they sound so good. And mm. it wasn't as though they were they were trying to mix, you know, maybe like a, a non-African sound mm. with, 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 with the African sound just so that they can pander to both, you know, uh, groups of people. Yeah. They were purely African. Yeah. In, in their sounds and in the way that they incorporated the the, the instruments, uh, it was it was absolutely amazing. I can't remember. I would, I'll try and see who they were and what category that was. But all in all, guys, what are your thoughts about the winners from the Grammys this year? We did see that Kanye won two awards. Kanye was banned from coming to the Grammys. Are you serious? Yeah. So he did win two awards. And with the other people that also won, what are your thoughts about these winners? And... It's the Grammys. You always expect the unexpected people to win. But my problem now is that Nigerians are so rude and uncouth because they've been dropping very silly comments on Angelique Kijo's Instagram. She had to turn off the comments on her Grammy win and they went on to her other posts and they're just, people are just belittling her. I'm like, 
look, look at these small it's, children. It's, Do you know unfair. who Angelique Kijo yeah. is? Are you Buloki? No, it's unfair. I, I, I always say if Angelique Kijo is on that list, just hope not oh. to win. <laughs> <laughs> She always just finds a way to carry it. And I listened to that Mother Nature song. It was really nice. Yeah. You know? But there are people... thing and all that. This kid is good. You know? He has what he has and all that. But if she wins it, then we should be calm. But so I wonder what the criteria is. No, yeah, we don't know like really. Because, yeah, well. yeah, like, Essence was the song of the summer. Like, everybody was listening to Essence. So well, so I, I read a comment. his entire album anyway. So yeah. I'm just, like, I was I, re- I, re- I read a comment and the person said he, his argument was that Angela Kiju has been there for a while and she knows what to put up for her to mm, win the Grammys. Interesting. And that um, some of the times her videos sometimes actually um, tell us towards maybe the Africanness, you know, in mm. terms of maybe the dancing steps or the uh, outfits or how she portrays what she does. And for her, and another reason why she maybe gets it is, is her experience on that last game. And mm. not just not mm. forgetting the fact that what Dara says on the fact that we actually don't know the criteria. Mm. Or the way and they people also select. say because of yeah. the, the content of her stuff too as well, she ad- addresses, like, I think, political issues, climate change and things like that that yeah. appeal to the, you know, global stage and yeah. I don't know. There are people someone commented and said, Well Angelique, Kijo, we know we know you're good though, you're good though. And you've been here since so but <laughs> but uh, we don't understand how alongside these individuals who have numbers to back up, yeah. you know, their records and their views and all that, how you're able to beat them to this particular album. By the way, it was the best global music album category, and we forget to also touch on um Femi Kuti and his son, Made, mm. being Nominated in that same category yeah. alongside, of course, Whiskid, Angelique Kijo, and I believe um, Ghana's Rocky Dawuni as well, and one Daniel Hull from Hawaii. Um, and of course, this went to Angelique Kijo. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, this is not. Uh, Whiskey's first Grammy nomination. You win That's some, you anger. lose some. Right? I think we've come a long way, you know, on the Nigerian music scene to be getting recognized, to be getting nominated, and to actually be winning some of these awards in on, in all these you know other countries like mm. the BETs, you know, MTVs, and all of that. So I think that is it's a huge win yeah. that we are just getting the recognition, and I think we need to just yes. take that in and just it's yes. a process yes. for heaven's yes. sake. I mean, before they were giving people uh, BET awards in backstage. Oh yeah, I remember you that. You know, so mm. I think it's a process. And there was a video of Drake talking about you know Grammys, and he's like, look. It's it's not like a numbers game. It's more of an opinion-based type award. Mm. And so the fact that you even have people who come out in the snow, in the rain, who spend their hard-earned money to buy your tickets when you do shows, who sing along to your songs, you should know that you're already a success because you yeah. still, people, you I didn't like force that. them. I you like didn't that. force yeah, them. People true. are actually going to work, saving up, buying your tickets, exactly. going for your shows. Every time you drop something, they are listening to it. So awards are too. nice, but just yeah. so that that doesn't really to your success mm. you know so I just think that Nigerians need to calm down because it's just it's disgusting behavior yeah. you would think we don't have problems in the country to be facing it's because whiskey did not win and what are your thoughts about the constant comparison that ensues where people are talking about David remember that David Doe got featured in this FIFA um, World Cup Pop song, song yeah. um, and a lot of people are coming out to say that he was not being supported by his fellow musicians but as for the Whiskey not winning a lot of musicians or celebrity had a thing or two to say 
Me, I don't. I didn't even notice any of that. To be honest, <laughs> as soon as I swear down, I didn't notice any of that. You know, so what, what did Davido himself come out and say that he did actually? Oh, make he's the one that said right. it. Yeah, he ah. was. He was very upset. Ah, he well then like, maybe. And he said yeah. something like support him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then. He did a tweet as like he I said, Davido yeah. versus the music, the music industry. industry. Yes. Wow. Well then, that's bad now. Well, it's really unnecessary. Bad. He has what he has. Really. I know, no, but I don't you still want the support and recognition from your peers. You know, yeah, and you will start you will not start to feel like the stepchild. Like, you will feel like the stepchild of the music industry. I don't if agree. because I think well, that that's I think that that's a big deal. You know that he was on a, a World Cup FIFA song. You know, and I think that every milestone of every Nigerian artist should be celebrated, celebrated yeah. not just by the fans but by your fellow um, artists too as well. I feel like they hate on him. I don't know. I may be wrong. <laughs> Because, and then I feel like he also gives it too much attention because like at the end of the day, like you're doing your thing, you have money, like you have all these fans and even if people congratulate you or not, like it's not going to add more money to your pocket or subtract. So why are you, why are you ranting? Yeah, but there's there's still, there's still that whole, there's still that whole support that you want to, you want to feel like a part of something. Oh, you're doing something. You want to feel like your people are are recognizing you and saying, ah, come on, good work, you know. So it's, it's a human thing to feel somehow if, even if you're making money that you're, own people are not even surrounding you with love and support. You you will feel somehow. But I don't think it's a big deal that yeah. needs to be like voiced so out. Yeah. 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 Because then there was a the whole thing, and I think he went on to unfollow Whiskey on yeah, Instagram. Whiskey and I someone. Don't who was the other person I don't know. that he unfollowed? Was like, yeah. I like, maybe don't unfollow really? Whiskey on Instagram. Calm right? down. Yeah. It's not that serious. But even at that. He's a bit sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> this is coming from Phoenix on. Um, Twitter saying the Grammys have always had shocks up their sleeves. Remember the year Nora Jones won eight Grammys? It was 2003, I think, is what he is saying. Uh, But wasn't it for that song? What was that song? That that very popular song. I can't remember the song, but I know that there was one particular Nora Jones song that we did not hear one. I I have it on the tip of my tongue. (laughs) That particular song, he deserves them. The song was everywhere. They use it as a soundtrack for a lot of movies. Ah, I'm going to look for that song because Phoenix is saying yeah, Soja okay. should have, Soja won the best reggae album. That's disgusting. Oh. It's disgusting. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Now let's move on very quickly. We're just going to touch on a few of the looks that we did see at the Grammys, and I would like for you guys to let us know who was your favorite. I think it's Come Away with, with Me. me. Yeah. <laughs> all right um so we know that there are a few people that gave a lot of fashion critics something to talk about yesterday (laughs) let's start with justin bieber and his wife Haley bieber (laughs) what are your thoughts about this outfit because i just saw the post on just too funny just too funny posted it (laughs) that looks like a just too funny suit yeah it was like (laughs) see what he said he said justin you are born to do this resurrection boy (laughs) because it looks like all those resurrection suits what what was going Going through his mind. Even his wife. Why does she look like she just wrapped bed sheets around her? What's wrong with both of them? 
I don't know. Like these fashion Ooh. statements, where do you actually draw the line? Like, was there something that look? Was that was there something that that Justin Bieber was targeting, or was he just intentionally trying to be like a social pariah or like the topic of every fashion critic's conversation? It was definitely intentional because yeah, for sure. Headgear. I don't even know what because he had it. to, and you, you guys would be surprised. They actually had to fit this suit to actually <laughs> be like this. Like, you actually be surprised. He didn't just buy a big one. They had to tailor it to look like this. So he actually wanted the look, basically. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, guys, you could check our Twitter page at Lagos Talks 913 because as we go through these different looks, you'd see those pictures on our Twitter page so that you can get a feel of what your favorite celebrities looked, at, looked like yesterday on the Grammys red carpet. Let's talk about Meg The Stallion's look. She had a leopard print number. It was like, um, uh, what's it called? A, a gown that had a slit. But there are a lot of people who are questioning if this was good enough for the Grammys or if this should have been one of those, I'm going out clubbing or I'm going out for a quick dinner, a quick party. What are your thoughts about that? I don't know. I'm trying to look for the outfit. I didn't see it. (laughs) Definitely not Grammys worthy in my opinion. Like, it's too open, cut, cut, everything. Like, it's like... Where are you going? <laughs> where are you going? I just like with Saweetie as well. I was really impressed because she's had to, her boobs are always out. So I love Saweetie's look. Yesterday, when oh, okay. I didn't see her breast mm-hmm. out, I was very happy for her because it's just always <laughs> there for you to see. But yeah. um, back to Megan. I'm looking at the Meg the Sudden outfit. I, I get what know. you mean. It was too simple. Yeah, it's too simple. Ooh, you know, look at Dua Lipa, I like. Yes. It's a hit or miss when you're using leopard print. I'm a leopard print lover, but I know there's specific styles that may look tacky. Yeah. Right? Because now it's like and everyone loves leopard print. That particular dress looked a bit tacky. It just looked like I mean, this is the Grammys, right? Thanks to Beverly, who's supposed to be putting up the pictures when we actually start, you know, having a conversation <laughs> about the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy, yeah. Let's see the pictures that you put up. Because I was just like, <laughs> where is Beverly? Okay, so we have a few. Are you sure? Oh, okay. Okay, I can see the pictures. So you put up um, Lil Nas X, John Batiste, Gary on, Steve La- Lacey. Is that Steve Lacey or Steve Lachey? I've never heard of Steve Lacey in my entire life. Does anybody know who Steve Lacey is? I said I don't know how people that are winning. Don't ask me anymore. And uh, Lil Nas X, what do you think about his look? You could go on. Without him, no. I don't think there's anything, anything different. different. <laughs> But you know what, guys? Is it me or have the Oscars and the Grammys stepped down in the types of looks that we see on the red carpet? Because remember, there was a period where we all would look forward to mm-hmm. who's wearing what mm-hmm. at the Oscars, who's wearing what at the Grammys, because we knew that it would have some fashion and style inspiration for whatever, you know, events and weddings and maybe yeah. AMVCA awards nights that we were going for. But now, if we are juxtaposing these international awards with our own awards in Nigeria, 
I could say that Nollywood and our own Nigerians really, they don't look better we'll give, than yeah, yeah. we we'll give them a run for their yeah. money I, I, because like these days I just feel like most of these dresses they're now like everybody wants to like show skin and it's just it comes off as a bit tacky to me because I feel like there's just like a time and place for everything I'm not against showing skin but then it's just like sometimes it's too much like Megan's dress like where are you going is that like what, what's going on who's the stylist who should we cuss out <laughs> you know because, there's a dress no. that she wore the night before for like a Grammy's party did you see that was it the silver like, one the silver or the black one? one the silver one and I think that it was, was so much nice. better than this of course but then even the silver one like is a short like and you know one thing she I don't like she really never does it for me to be honest like Uh-oh. even with like her performance outfits it's always just like these really short shorts grabbing her crotch mm. and just it's just I feel like don't you think that like that is in line with me. her type of personality and type of songs that she sings because if she's singing um, WAP and these all, what else do you expect her to okay to... then like pull the WAP out then like <laughs> let's see she wants to just be making a but you see with this dress you know that there's there's something that I can't stand where it's the gold thing oh not sorry. even the gold thing something that I can't stand where long dresses are jumping Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's like, are you fighting with the ground? <laughs> you know, because these, if you're going for an awards ceremony, it means that your dresses should be tailored to your Fit, dress, yes. to your to your size, to mm-hmm. your height. And she knew the the types of shoes, like the height of the shoes that she was going to wear. Mm. Like if you're wearing flats, it would have been better because we know that it would it would touch the floor just a little bit. But yeah. then you're wearing these shoes that are making this dress very jumpy. jumpy. I just feel like maybe she had a wardrobe malfunction. Because maybe, wardrobe you know. Because like, maybe she didn't take it. It's just, it's not giving like. what it's supposed to give. Yes, like the, the earrings, the bracelets, the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> what about um, Dodger Cat with her... Um, What's it called? Aquamarine, I believe, dress or mint. Some people will call this a mint dress. I think it's it was. Mint. It's mint, right? Yeah. And you'd see that, of course, it's a sheer see-through. You could see what she's wearing. It's like a leotard inside of it. And it's very simple. It's nice. I mean, aside from the fact that it is see-through. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bikini. It's a bikini. It's a bikini I would say it's simple as well, but it doesn't look bad. I mean, I compared to Megan's, like, it. it doesn't look bad. I just have a problem with her hair. Yeah, but that's. I think that's the look and her brand. That's how she moves. So, yeah. Yeah, but I really do not like her hair. You know what? Speaking of, you know, the Nigerian entertainment scene just to the com- with the comparisons I mean aside from the fact that I feel like we are dressing way better than mm-hmm. what, what people were seeing in the international scene yeah. do you think that the styles are somewhat redundant and somewhat copycat where it's like the typical mesh right and there's and this shine shine. yeah <laughs> this see-through mesh that the the yeah. skin color mesh and yes, then you'd yes. see like the shine shine fabric <laughs> yes Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but one thing, one thing that I like is a lot of our, you know, our fashion houses have perfected, you know, how to fit to the Nigerian woman's body or whatever body it is that they're or working with, they using. or whatever fabric it is that they're using. Yeah. Because a lot of these people, it may not necessarily be the style or the design that yeah. makes it look good, but mm-hmm. how it fits their yeah, body, the tailoring exactly. that yeah. makes it look brilliant. Anyways, guys, let us know who was your best look at. At the 2022 Grammys, both male and female. Let's know which was a hit. Let's know which was a miss. You could send us a tweet at Lagos Talks 90.3.
0614-104-913 using the hashtag the dish lagos if you'd like to join the conversation and if you want to send a whatsapp message 0809-234-5913 things that no dodger cat slander shall be accepted sorry <laughs> sorry about that uh this is coming from evan saying whiskey lost just one stand kijo and his fans are crying foul what would the kitty family say Woman has gone head to head with a full generation from Fela <laughs> to Femi yes. and now Made. And he has true. never won. Wow. <laughs> always on that denomination list, but never picking it up. This is from Olase Leonard's ex has always been a strange dresser. Please confirm <laughs> if he is gay. He actually is bisexual. He's that's something that he's come out to talk about and he's made known in his music as well all right guys it's 3 23 look at how time flew <laughs> looking at you like what's happening here all right thank you so much to everyone who was a part of the show for today thanks for coming through and a big thank you to joan who was our special guest for today as a co-host she's part of the shortlisted candidates for the dish search joan thanks, thanks so much for coming through before saying goodbye what would you like to tell the listeners remember voting starts from the 12th of april to the 13th and i have shared some information about that i will be sharing that before we say goodbye but before that what would you like to say to them before saying goodbye i'll say pick me (laughs) straight to the point pick me all right would you like to share maybe your social media handle before saying goodbye Okay, my social media handle on Instagram is O. I like to spell it, it's quite long. O E Z E A N Y A E C H E. O is I crazy so that people don't find you. I know. <laughs> Was that intentional? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Kellyanne and Dara, before saying goodbye. Any words? Words. Words. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, you can follow me on social media at Kel Online. Um, is my handle everywhere? If you don't have news you want to share with us. About what? Hey, About what? My chairman. What? <laughs> don't be annoying. <laughs> yeah, you still keep me under wraps. <laughs> eh? Can I can I say it? My dear, I don't know. It's okay. up to you. So, guys, I'm super ah, excited. I thought she was going to be like, hey, I'm not going to say anything. Because there was an announcement made today. Oh, and I just want to say that I'm so proud of this individual. She has come so far. Oh, my um, I think that she is a perfect example of a leader. Aww. You know, she's smart. She's intelligent. She works hard. Hard. And I don't think that there was anybody else that would have been deserving of this post, in my opinion. <sighs> Guys, I'm talking about our new PD for Lagos Talks, our new programs director for Lagos Talks. If Naya Congratulations! Oh mom, did she be making this announcement? My PD. Hey! One of my favorite ones. I actually love this one because it's super sweet. Oh, that's so serious. So that's your new name now for my PD. Can you never say that? I beg you. Oh my days. So yeah, yeah, congratulations, baby girl. I'm so happy for you. Thank you very much. (laughs) I don't know how to feel. It's okay, it's okay. I appreciate it. That was so sweet of you.
Tara, are you trying to pack? Did you say anything before saying goodbye? Have you said right. your handle? Oh, bye, guys. Your I don't have Instagram. <laughs> I don't have Instagram still, but um, I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. All right, guys. Thank you so much once again. Remember, the search for the next lady of the dish is still on, but this time it is the second phase where throughout this week plus next Monday, we're going to be having the shortlisted candidates come on air to join us for a live session of the dish so that you can get a feel of how they sound if they fit the mark if they flow with the women and the list goes on and on why because we need you to be the one to pick who the next lady of the dish is and who knows we might be picking one person we might be picking two we'll let you know but you get to have a say in the next lady of the dish all you need to do is just keep listening all throughout this week and on monday we're going to be having each individual on the show uh, to be a part of the show. You can vote on Instagram, Twitter, the phone lines and WhatsApp. But voting starts on the 12th to the 13th of April. On Instagram, you're going to see a post that we're going to put up on Instagram on the 12th, okay? On this post, it's going to be tagged vote for the next lady of the dish. All you need to do is like that post and then put the name of your favorite person in the comment section. You get to know their names. Today, it was Joan who joined us. Tomorrow, we will be letting you know who's going to be joining us. On Twitter... For you to vote, on the 12th, we're going to start a poll with the names of the candidates. All you need to do is to click on your favorite person. Just vote for the favorite person on the Twitter poll. It's going to be pinned to our page. And via the phone lines, on the 12th and the 13th, you can only vote during the dish. On the phone lines or on WhatsApp. Only during the dish. And the dish starts from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. All you need to do is to call us up directly on the show. 0809-234-5913. And just put out the name of the woman that you think should be the next lady of the dish. Or via our WhatsApp line. And it should be done within the hours of 1 to 3 p.m. on the That's the only time you can vote on WhatsApp and the phone lines. And our WhatsApp line 809 Two three four five nine one three. All you need to do is just put the name of your favorite person via WhatsApp, send it to us, and then we're going to count that as a vote as well. And at the end of it, we're going to collate it all, and then we're going to make our announcement. Yes, you get to have a say on who the next lady of the dish is. Thank you so much for being a part of the show for today. Reach out to me on Instagram and on Twitter at ify underscore i. That is ify underscore i. The conversation does not end here. This is the home of conversation. Megastalks 91.3. Stick around. <laughs>